Hey, hi, hello, how are you? <laughs> Welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast where we talk about 101 movies <laughs> watched no! before you die. What? It's different every week. You, no, I do it the same every week. No, you definitely don't. No, I do. Oh, no, I've paid attention. You have. Hey, hi, hello, how are you? Welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm your host, Nick. Uh, with me, uh, as always, is. <laughs> I'm Kat. I'm Jacob. Hey, guys. Why did you turn your microphone? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was really know. weird. I don't know. <laughs> that was really weird. We all weird. have our own microphones. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Gosh. no. Okay. Um, so we're back again. Yes. Week. But also James isn't here this time, so. He's. Sorry, we James. Miss you, James. Yeah. Hope you're listening and enjoying he us. It's spent so, he spent so long watching The Godfather, he died of old age. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's OG, t- it's OG time. Just the OG three. Yes. Sorry, James. Unlucky, bro. Some vintage. Watch it again. <laughs> Some vintage. <laughs> we're a minute in and we've gone off the rails. Yes. Um, oh, this week, it's Nick's turn. So, Nicholas. Take it away. We, as in me and Jacob, watched The Godfather this I week. I mean, Kat gave it a crack. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I watched about 45 minutes of it and then That's had no idea what was of this going film. on. <laughs> and then just stopped. Should we mention my initial message about this film before we go any further on like this, on what Kat said of like, she only got 45 minutes in. What is your initial message? When I was just went, oh, fuck. And you go, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God, it goes for three hours. Also, just saying, we could have been doing Ghostbusters right now, but you insisted. Sorry. That I you would have host. watched Ghostbusters. Sorry. Me too. My we fault. should do it when James is here yeah. anyway. Mm. Yeah. I feel like he'll have a lot. To, I feel like he hasn't seen it and that he will have a lot to say about it. Yeah, I, I think I've seen them all, actually. But yeah, we were going to wait till after Life came them. out, but <laughs> I guess we won't. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, so Nick, okay. Godfather, take it away, Godfather. son. <clears throat> Let's go through the basics first, just cover oh God, all he's the... he's got uh, notes, thank God. I know. Okay, so it came out in 1972 based off a book from 1960-something. Uh, I didn't write that down, but... <laughs> <laughs> with a budget the of notes six are million, him. I know. Uh, with a budget of six million, what was the book called, Nick? Hang on, we're getting really hung up on this book. <laughs> the Godfather. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, with a budget of six million, it made one hundred thirty-five million domestically and two hundred forty-six million worldwide. I forgot James wasn't going to be here, so I was going to be like, James, translate that to modern times. Okay, wait, I'll do it. James, can you email in for next week to what translate it? <laughs> what was the year? Uh, the year was 1972. That's 17, 19. Why is my brain not working? Um, I don't know, Kat. But anyway, blah, 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 blah. Nick, carry on. Well, Kat does math. Well, I was going to go straight to Kat. Why do you hate cinema? Because it's boring. <laughs> no, okay. Oh, shit. Nick. Mostly it was just the fact Ooh. that the whole 45 minutes I watched was a wedding. And that's it. Right. Yeah, it's pretty fair. I mean. So what part did you get up to? Yeah, where did it? Like, where, where did, did you, you, um, where'd you go? Where did you No. He, <laughs> Not anymore. I was just kind of watching it. And then a guy got shot when he was trying to buy fruit. And then that was The it. Godfather. When the oh, Godfather yeah. got shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. And I, then he was like, and then he found out because his girlfriend or whatever saw the newspaper. And I was just like, yeah, okay. Like I'm kind of understanding this, but like, I don't really. So I'm just going to 
Yeah. Let Nick explain it to me. Well, because I, this is what the podcast is for. If you haven't seen it, here's the thing. Nick's <laughs> going to explain it. Yes. Hopefully. I got to that though, and I was like, uh oh, that's all Brando's in this for, isn't it? Like, but no. But no. But okay. So he gets shot because he. Well, wait, before we go into this, how old is Brando at this time? Because like, there's a lot of. Wait, which uh, one is Brando? Is he the. Godfather. Oh, okay. But it's yeah. a lot of makeup. Like, how old was he actually in 1972? I don't. I'll Google fa- it. Fairly young, I assume. But yeah, so it he gets shot because he denies not young, not young. Oh, well, he was forty eight. Forty eight. Oh, that's pretty, young. Pretty much but dead. no, it's just like I guess we can talk about it when we talk about the sequel. But like, which is probably in a different sequel. episode. Oh no! <laughs> but like, why didn't why it gets replaced by someone as an actor recast? What? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but actually, there's another. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that when we yeah. get to the oh, sequel. He was in but Apocalypse Now. Yeah, Marlon Brando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the bald dude at the end. Right. Yeah, who was oh, way too fat for the yeah. role. Right. <laughs> we went through all this. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was like, why does his name sound so <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there um, you go. Jacob. Um, yes. Correct me if I'm wrong, but oh, like, no. it was after the wedding that he denied drug trafficking, yes? Yeah, because he says... Yeah, because I thought initially, I was like, oh, he got killed because he said no to supporting drugs. Yeah, he and said it, it's it a dirty game da- and he won't it, go into it yet. Yeah, but it wasn't on the day of his daughter's wedding, so it wasn't like a, you didn't do this thing on the day of your no, daughter's no, wedding. No, no, I think yeah, it was after. No. That's okay. No, but... Um, I can't correct you if you're wrong because <laughs> I'm on the same belief, but I also could be wrong because... I've watched five mm. hours of The Godfather in the last three days. It's actually six and a half. Or did you? Oh, did you tap out? It is six and a half, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> Bad math. Yeah. And I watched all of it. Also, it flows really like both movies flow really well as one story. They do. They do. But um, yes. Well, I wouldn't know. This one really long story. Th- this one. This first and there's one. There's a third one that we didn't watch. It is. This first one actually feels like kind of two movies though. Like yeah. when he like kills the police chief and that other dude in the restaurant. I don't know. To me, that just felt like, oh, that's the end of the story. But then it just went for. Do you want to go through the story? Hours. Yeah. yeah. Should we? Everyone? Yes. Okay. So Marlon Brando denies drug trafficking because it's a dirty game. He. I mean, we could say the Godfather. The Godfather. <laughs> he uh, <laughs> says no to drugs and is uh, almost killed because of it. Um, he shot what five times and is all right. Something like that. I don't know how he survived. Wait, does that. he survive? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's, he's not dead. Yeah. No. Oh, I should have kept watching. You should have. Yes, you should have. Lots of things happen after that. That's kind of like where the story kicks off. Yeah. Okay. It gets Maybe a lot I'll more exciting from there. Mm. Well, I mean, you've seen the bit before it, so there's no point watching that wedding again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then uh, Pacino's character. Whoops, sorry. Our beautiful <laughs> table. What have you done? <laughs> and then, um, yeah, uh, Michael goes to this restaurant with a gun hidden in the toilet and kills yep. two men. Uh, and then he runs off to Sicily. Oh, yes. no. Yes, yes, he does go to he, Sicily. He run, he, yeah, goes into hiding in Sicily because he's basically started a war. Uh, what do you mean basically? He did. He did start a war. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, silly boy, he meets a woman and marries her. And it, they what happened to his girlfriend? No, he doesn't marry. He, he, he doesn't just, marry her, does yeah, he? he? Does yeah, he does? Does he? Yeah, he just found a better girlfriend. Oh. I guess. 
Oh. <laughs> it's <Anyway>. fine. <laughs> anyway, back in New York? Yes, or New back York. In, back in America. Uh, James Gunn's character, Sonny, uh, beats the shit out of their sister's husband for beating her uh, and says, if you yes. do it again, I'll kill you. Yes. He does do it again. So he gets in his car, drives after him, uh, is stopped at a toll booth and is machine gunned to death for oh, yeah, he is. a solid minute. <laughs> like he gets like he, Tommy gunned. So into, he's definitely dead. Oh, then. 100%. It's like, like he, do you know what a Tommy gun is? Like the classic, yeah, yeah. like mobster, like mm. with the big round, like barrel thing on it. Yeah, mm. one of them pretty much unloads into him, and there's so many bullet holes, and he's just on the ground. There's like covered in blood. <laughs> at least six are unloaded in. Like he's into in his the, head at least. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> in the car getting like hammered. Decides that he doesn't like getting shot. Gets out of the car and stands. <laughs> and <laughs> continues. Like he's able get... to pull himself out of the car, standing, and just and gets obliterated. Way more. It's. It's I good. reckon if Brutal. I got shot once, I'd just be like, no, nah, okay, bye guys. I'm tapping out. <laughs> tapping out. Hey, I would be get able shot to pull like myself out of a 30, car. 40 times, however many bullets are in that magazine. Oh, absolutely. Then he's like... 50 maybe, I don't know. After he's dead, he's like, gets another round, couple of rounds in him and kicked yep. in the head. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. in case, you know, he could feel that. But... Um, just to make sure. Yes. <laughs> and at the same time, uh, Michael's wife is killed in a car bomb. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. So out of nowhere, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, just the car just explodes. And he's like, oh, oh well. And then he decides, oh, well, I guess Diane Keaton will do. So he comes back to. Oh, that's why she looks so familiar. I was like, who is this person? She looks very different, young, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. She looks castless. I was like, oh my God. Like, see, I didn't even look up the cast list. This is how uninvested I was. Hollywood water. My God. But, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he comes back to America and, uh, oh yeah. So after Sonny's death, Brando, uh, stops being sick and is like, did you just hear that? Yeah, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> that was my hip. Oh God. I thought you like kicked the wall or something. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, the massacred my boy scenes happened and he basically calls off the war between all the families which the five families. Yeah. Yeah. There are five other families. Yeah. I was expecting like an explosion of like emotion from him, but it like, he just kind of comes downstairs to Robert Duvall and he's like, Oh man, that's pretty shit. But yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah like, in a, in a real emotional way, I was like, Oh, yeah. cause I think this is like really the only thing I've seen him in where I'm like, Oh, that's why people love him so much. Like that's why he's like such a, Oh, Brendo. Yeah. Well yeah. renowned. He's very actor. good in this. I guess because of that, like I haven't seen Superman in a while, but Oh yeah, Jor-El. I forgot about that. But also, he's a floating head in that, so like it's different. Huh. Is he just a floating head in it? Or is it a body? I don't know. I can't remember. I'm sure he's a body at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, and then while playing with his son, uh, grandson, he has a heart attack. Oh, what a way to go! I know. Wait, does he actually die this time? Yes, yes he actually. Yeah, okay. takes some tomato plants with him too. Oh yeah, mm. and he ha- that's his. It, there's always uh, oranges in the frame when he's dying or almost but dying. That was accidental, like, was it? Yeah, no way. So there's oh, a big fan it. theory that like every because every time oranges are on screen, yeah, because there's like even, someone then follows like it follows with someone dying. There's even yeah. a billboard for oranges in the background when yeah, and gets like when he shot get, a million times. Yeah, and then oh but God. like like there's a whole thing like it was it was completely like 
unintentional because they needed to add some, like the cinematographer was using a lot of dark colors to hide a lot of the makeup on Brando Mm. and some of the other, like, and then as you go on, on like Michael as well, as they're starting to age. Yeah. Yeah. So they use like a lot of like the, like internal shots are very dark. Yeah. So they added in oranges as a point of color for the shots, but they used oranges every time. But then it became a thing. It was just like, just oh, well, oranges are now. Yeah, but it's just like it, they just kept putting bowls of oranges everywhere. Because like, oh, there's some <laughs> color in our shot. And then everyone was like, every time there's oranges, someone <laughs> dies. But it's just like, actually. But then in the further just, on, like, there's then it like kind of plays into it. Like I think in the second one, it then becomes deliberate because people are like, oh, there's like, yeah. here's, an, here's an orange. Yeah, and it's like, oranges. that guy dies. Yeah, My foot's numb. Carry on. I'm just going to sit like this for a minute. Okay. It's like genuinely I can't feel doing that. Sit on the chair. I might. Currently we are sitting on the ground because there was noise outside my apartment and the room that we are in does not have a table. Yes. Keep going. <laughs> anyway, Bysa, with uh, the other son dead and the other son not being blood, uh, Michael by proxy becomes the Godfather part two. Oh. And and then they because it wasn't going to Fredo because he's just a fucking idiot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's the older uh, brother that gets skipped, but it's just like you're shipped sp- off to Vegas. Yeah, you go look after these assets because you're stupid. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, poor bastard. Yeah, it, it goes to show considering like Michael's the back black sheep of the family because he joined the war. Yes, and they're like I guess you'll do, but or is it? I guess you'll do, or was it all the plan? All of his father. Well, his father never. Well, he's, yeah. Well, it's mm. it, it, it depends. <laughs> it depends on who you believe, but yeah. like, and what movie you're watching, I guess. But um, I don't know. Like, uh, Vito kind of says that he never really wanted Michael to get mm. into it, probably because he was, I don't know. Probably the being Michael best one out of all of them, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Or, oh. or he was, but then uh, he's the most calm. Yeah, yeah. Like Frito's a bit of a fucking weirdo, and then Sonny is that his name? Was he, is that his other brother's name? The one that gets shot to That's high hell? Uh, yeah, oh, he's yeah. he's a bit of a high. But head, he's but, freaking um, psychotic, and I don't think like the Godfather ever wanted him to take over because he's just too, like he just mm. calls all out war every second day. Yeah, Frito's just an idiot. Tom's more conniving, like, yeah. i.e. the horse head. Oh, the horse. We didn't mention the <laughs> yeah, horse we head. Did. We didn't. I just How did you it. get up to, you didn't miss the horse head. In oh, the- yeah, I saw that. Yeah, okay, good. Because that's like. I thought it looked too fake. But also like the dude screaming. Yeah. So it's like, oh, oh. It's like, that's not mm. a reaction. It felt so forced screaming. Yeah. It, it felt like a scream that's been like. Made fun of on The Simpsons or something. Yeah, but also, how do you not notice that much blood? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like like you just, were saturated. What if you just woke up and someone's just wiping blood on him? Yeah. They're like, uh-uh. But it's just, no, it's like all leaking out of the horse's head. Yeah, but... But it's like, how do you not wake up thinking, oh, I've wet myself because but you'd this bed is... Sat- that, yeah. surely. You'd be like... I know, God. old people, who knows? Yeah, I suppose, but... Who knows? Who knows? Yes. Yeah. But anyway, during the christening of... Or the bap- baptism... Baptism. Baptism of uh, Michael's godson. Uh, yes. They, at the same time, kill all the other family. Yep, the heads of the five the head, other yeah. families all get brutally murdered. Oh, the glasses were cool. Like, oh. I, like, 
I assume they had like a little hose in his. Yeah, glasses. oh, it must have. Yeah, like, but yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's brutal. That's like, a good what shot. Happened? What happened? Uh, so he's like on a massage table, and someone like kicked in the door, and he like puts on his glasses to be like, oh, who's that? And a bullet just goes through his glasses ah. and Into once it just starts pissing out. Yeah, that's cool. It's very cool. Like all the violence in. There's like a couple. This, considering there's a, it's seventy two was like earlier really on well when done. Michael kills the police chief in the like cafe thing. Mm. The headshot is a good headshot. Yeah, because it just like a lot of the movies. Like when someone gets shot in the head, it's such like a violent like reaction. Mm. Like in this, he gets shot in the head, and the guy's like kind of like you can see him like twitching as his brain's like failing. Yeah, but it's the smallest little entry wound, like hole, because it's such like, such a small gun, so the bullet's tiny. So it's not like that bullet. There's no way that bullet's coming out the other side. Mm. So it's this tiny little like entry wound and blood just kind of starts pouring like this, like slowly just starts oozing out as more and more blood comes out Mm. and he just twitches and then kind of collapses. And it's like, that's like looked really good because there's no like most modern movies with a headshot's like a massive gun. Yeah, there's yeah. a huge explosion yeah, out the back of the like, head. Well, that's the, the, yeah, that's which is what it would happen. Yeah, yeah it would be. but because it's such a small gun and the hole that the bullet goes in is so small, like that's lodged in there. Mm. So does that and, happen? Yeah, like because it, like it's yeah, just, it is there's small like, entry wound. There's actually like cases of like soldiers and things who have like bullets just stuck in their heads. There and was still a functioning. There were, like oh. 10, 15 years ago. There was a U.S. Um, senator. And she was shot in the head while making, like, in yeah. a press conference. And the bullet lodged in her head and she survived. Yeah. That it just depends where it hits. Yeah. So but, yeah, like, this, like, because it's, cause really it's such cool. a small gun, like, such a small bullet, like, it's, it makes such a small hole. But the blood is a realistic, like, it just starts coming out. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know if you ever watch, like, oh, I mean, like, people get shot, like, the little pellet bullets and, like, it just makes little holes and that blood just kind of pours mm. out. Yeah. Like, it was so good because I'm like, yeah, it's a tiny bullet to his head. Mm. I'm like, oh, that would, and he just, yeah, just twitches like and then just collapses like yep you're dead so this movie has some good deaths yeah yeah you missed them all mate <laughs> <laughs> i'm just not sick of the you wedding you literally did not see one <laughs> oh no i saw the oh the no horse. he didn't die <laughs> no no yeah and um yeah that's pretty funny how does he find out that um the brother-in-law like kind of orchestrated the murder of sunny I think someone tells him. Like, I can't remember. Was it just when like so someone, much stuff happens? Yeah, like I think it was just like someone whispered in his ear, and I was yeah. like, "Oh wait, yeah." I think was, someone, yeah, someone, there, no, no someone comes up to him, but you don't hear it. Like if someone just comes up and he, it's like a silent conversation, whispered. And he's like, "Okay, and yeah, he, yeah, takes he's, care of it." Oh yeah, and he gets back with um, Diane Keaton too, Cat, and they have a kid. Aww. They do. Yes, his name's Tony or Anthony. I would not Second. be happy oh, well. <laughs> a crime boss. Yeah, hmm? but also you'd be, be rich. Yeah, but no. You look like, up, yeah, just don't. The odds mm. of getting killed would go up exponentially. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd rather be poor and not die. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. fair. <laughs> what about rich for a while and then just die young? Yeah, I'd take that. Maybe. Yeah. Because you like live a really high luxury lifestyle for like 10 years and yeah. you get shot in the head. Kirk Cobain did it. <laughs> oh, that, uh, I'm not talking about the head thing, but you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, he confronts the wife's husband, whose name I forget, and um, brother-in-law. So, yeah, the yeah the <laughs> sister's husband, and <laughs> basically gets him to confess to it and says, "I won't kill you. I won't kill you." He's like, "Yeah, I, I did it." And uh, as he leaves, he gets garroted in the car. 
Yeah, he does. Yeah. Makes sense. And he's like, he's like, his foot goes through the windscreen. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. As he's just like getting violently choked to death by like a piano wire. That would be yeah. the worst way to go. I oh, reckon. yeah, he gets in the front seat oh, and the yeah. dude behind him just wire around the throat and just pulls and he's just like... Oh. Yeah. Oh, I did see one death. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, the, oh, I saw that the fat guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That oh, was yeah. Brutal. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, that's. Oh, I was going to say something. So, um, really? Yeah, because <laughs> the opening scene where he's obviously <laughs> where that guy's asking him for help. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh wait, well you're probably going to say it. Oh no, no, you go. Well, that guy was like super nervous because he was uh, acting alongside Marlon Brando. <laughs> so uh. that nervous. Like so he's real, yeah. Real. It's like him going, oh, Godfather. Like that's just him being. Like, Holy I'm, I'm, I'm shit, sorry, Marlon Brando. Like, <laughs> um, well, I was watching that and I was like, this sounds awfully familiar. And I googled mm. it, and it's Zootopia did a scene of this. Oh, I thought you meant the story, like he's telling about oh, him. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and like, I saw Zootopia and was like, it's such a good movie. And I was like, oh, makes so much sense now. I know where this comes from. Should we? Should we make this a um, Zootopia episode? No, all seen that. Can we do a Zootopia episode on the list? I don't care. Yeah, we need something to do after the list is done. So that's a new. That's we're going to do the boys for one, and then Zootopia. Are we? Are we ever going to do the boys? Yes. Anyway, back on track. Godfather. (laughs) Right. So, Nick, what else do you notes say? Uh, that's pretty much it. I just like wrote down the plot and really didn't even look at the notes. Just kind of okay, set it well, from the top of my head. Some fun facts. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna just talk a little bit about Michael. Yeah. So okay. Michael is the Godfather's son, and he is essentially the protagonist of our story. But he is. He was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, and yes. Brando was nominated for Leading. <gasps> right. Even though Michael was in it more, but you know Brando being Godfather and the title character of the film. Mm. But, so Michael starts off the film coming back from the war. He's got a girlfriend who's not Italian and he's at his sister's wedding and he's kind of like the outcast of the family. He's not really included. And they go to have a family photo and he brings her into it. Yeah, all right? the move. Like. And you can see that his brothers are not happy about it on the, on the other side of the family. They're like, what the hell is he doing? The movie kind of goes along and then once he then kind of rises up, once his father's shot and is in the hospital, he knows people are coming to finish the job, but the police guard and everyone that was guarding him is gone. So then he steps up to protect his father and that's kind of as he starts to become more involved in the family because his father's, you know, incapacitated and it's all of a sudden, all right, he's involved and... His other brothers are kind of like, well, we don't want you to get too much. But he's like, no, I'm going to go, like, protect dad. Yeah. And the chef from something that somewhere rocks up to pay, like, to visit him. And he's like, how do you know he's here? Then he's kind of instrumental in, like, scaring people off to protect him by pretending they have guns. So then the people who come to kill him drive away. And then, like, the police come and beat him up a bit. And that's a pivotal moment in his story. Because up until that point, he's kind of protecting his father from one of the other families that is trying to kill him. But once the police chief kind of punches him in the face, he's like, okay, this is now a personal Mm. attack from the city. Mm. And from that moment on, he kind of becomes... But his character, him as a person doesn't change. But his motivations do. He's still the same collected, like, level-headed member of the family who has killed people obviously in the war, but is now like, okay, 
I'm there's a war starting with like so he goes and kills the chief of police and like the associate like he kills them and then he orchestrates killing the five families and then once his father actually dies like like near the end of the towards closer to the end of the film he takes over the role as the head of the family and from that point on and then into the, the sequel he is a ruthless leader but is so calm so collected just so you know this like just michael as himself is like kind of this this strong character and a lot he's the most like his father of any of them like he just essentially just becomes his he's this just calm man yeah and as a reflection he just takes over the godfather role mm. and is essentially just becomes his dad because he's far like earlier on, he's so calm and everything. He's just like, yep, yep. Like he's never angry. He's never upset. He just kind of goes through. And then Michael does the same thing. Yeah. And Michael's like, I'm never going to become my father or get involved in him. No, you are. And you were always going to. Yeah. Like there was no way he was getting out of that. I think they do, they kind of throw that out of the window by yeah. the third one. But I haven't watched the third yeah, one. Yeah. I- I, Supposedly, I, like, it's not good. No, well, no, that's probably I, I, why it's not on the list. No, apparently, it actually is yeah. fine, but it's not the Godfather one or two. Yeah, okay, but you know, um, should we talk about the second one? We can talk about the second one if you want, but I struggled with it. Like, Did you? Yeah, because I wasn't paying attention. Oh, like, no. I, like okay, we like we we can talk about it, but I'll warn you, I. Was up till like two watching this. <laughs> I was like two and a half hours in. I was like, "Ah, oh, okay." De Niro's playing <laughs> young Brando. I yes, fully just wasn't paying attention. So we can, we can. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think we should. And okay. then we don't yeah. have to do a whole other yeah. episode on oh, it. Oh, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. So, because right. so, I, I don't have many notes on it. Like, I liked it. I, yeah, I, I, liked I ended it too. up watching the whole thing. Um, I was just kind of. I, I felt personally attacked that it was three and a half hours. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking long film, but... I, I think it's the longest I've seen, maybe. Oh, no, I've definitely seen something that was four hours. Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always forget about that one. Yeah, right, yeah um, me too. I always forget about Lord of the Rings. in saying that, different reasons. Lord of the Rings is paced a lot better than this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is three and a half hours that feels like ten. Yeah. But, so... I guess there's it's essentially two different films happening at the same time because yeah. they never exact they never there's two different timelines you've got 1910s and 1950s. Do you think that was because they were like, "Oh, people aren't going to give a shit about just Michael." I think so. Yeah, and also De Niro. Yeah, true. Yeah, De Niro's good. So De Niro is the young. I'll give the movie that. Um, Godfather. In his rise to power, so it kind of follows the story of him arriving in America as a child on his own, going through quarantine, and then just kind of entering the world and making mm. his way up. You know, it's interesting when they said you got to go into quarantine. I was like, <gasps> like it just kind of <laughs> like, I don't know, sparks a fear in me. Yeah, but I mean, like smallpox was around, so like, yeah, there you go. They quarantined everyone, but three months, three month quarantine in that mm. little cell. But I mean, at least he had a view of the Statue of Liberty, so yeah, it's That's not too bad. But um, yeah, it's a lot. So and then yeah, it follows his rise to power, and there's a like kind of a mafia boss at that point that 
he kind of replaces eventually. Yeah. And then simultaneously you've got Michael in the 1950s struggling to expand his influence and then ending up in front of a Senate inquiry into his dealings. Mm. And it kind of, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting kind of double arc because you've got... Hello, Lockie. You've got someone that's rising to power and then essentially someone that's like his son at the other end of this entire enterprise, almost having it crash down around him, but not quite. He kind of holds on in the end. Yeah. But yeah, De Niro's performance is fantastic and you can see like, oh, as like the kids slowly get born as they're like little kids and it's like, oh, look, there's that one, there's that one. Yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, De Niro kind of, He's working in this sh- like cafe, but I can't remember what the guy's name is. The other um, mafia dude, Luigi. That's racist. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> it's um, culturist. Culture. Okay. Anyway, right. Um, so I don't know. I'm stereotyping. I know making fun of Italians was hilarious like two years ago with that meme. So I'm just going to assume it still is. <laughs> I'm gonna quickly look it up, but yeah. So he kind of runs all of this section of New York and he's kind of a ruthless mobster, really, like essentially what the Godfather becomes. His name is... Why is he not... While you're looking, holy hell, like that, like the set design of like, especially in that scene where he's like chasing the guy, oh, not chasing the guy, but like stalking the guy he's going to kill... Like, there's clearly, like, so much more money behind this other one. I think, like... Oh, yeah. There was, like... It was, like, double the budget for that. And it really just shows, like, the confidence of um, Coppola to put, like... To build that whole, like, street, like, just for the flashback. Yeah, exactly. There's so much put into it. I'm trying to... Where is... But, yeah. um, But, yes, I'm sure you know his name. Yeah, so, De Niro's, like... Well, Young Vito. um, Young Vito. Calioni is working in a convenience store, so you could say a grocery store, I suppose it's called then. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mobster comes in and demands that the boss hire his nephew. So Vito gets let go. And then from there he kind of was like, I've got a family, I've got a thing, and he um, later go away. He, um, I'm just going to read the synopsis, that'll be the easiest when it loads. Hi, Lockie. Hi. What's going on? <laughs> just observant, just looking through the looking through the door. Have you watched The Godfather Part Two? No, no, I haven't. Oh, well, that's kind of boring. No pressure. He was excited to watch Ghostbusters, but then you told. Oh, me was he? <laughs> oh, was wow, he? wow. Ghostbusters is a good movie. Yeah. So. I can't. Why? So I want IMDb. Where the fuck's synopsis? Why is it not an option? Storyline? There we go, I found it. <laughs> okay, so uh, Godfather Part 2 presents two parallel storylines. Went through that one. Involves Mafia Chief Michael Corleone in 1958-59 after the events of the first movie. The other is a series of flashbacks following his father, Vito Corleone, from 1917 to 1925, from his youth in Sicily, 1901, to the founding of the Corleone family in New York. Um. Wow, this is a lot. So the adult Vito Corleone, De Niro, works in a grocery store in the Lower East Side with his friend 
Genko, I'm not even going to attempt that. Holy shit, that's a lot of B's and D's and A's and N's. Anyway, um, the neighborhood is controlled by a member of the Black Hand, Don Fanucci. That's his name. There we go. Don Fanucci. Um, who extorts protection payments from local businesses. One night, Vito's neighbor, Clemenza, asks him to hide a stash of guns for him and later to repay the favor, takes him to a fancy apartment where they commit their first felony together when they steal an elegant rug. That's actually a really funny scene in that <laughs> yeah. film. They like they go into this house and he's like, "Oh my, it's my friend's house. It's my friend's house. He'll he'll give us the rug. It's fine." And he knocks on the door and no one answers. So then they just break in, <laughs> and like De Niro, like Vito's is like, "Um, are we sure about this?" So they he just like reluctantly goes in, and then they start to like they move the table off the rug and they start rolling it, and a, like someone knocks at the door, and it's like the silhouette of like a New York police officer. Okay. So De Niro kind of hides and what's his name? His associate. The guy whose name you're not going to try. No, um, Clemenza. Yeah. Like stands stands next to the door. Parallel to the door. With a gun pointed. So if he comes in, he's just going to shoot him in the head. And like the cop looks in these walks off. Was that seen in something else we watched recently? Like someone like. like Yeah, someone did do that in one of the movies we recently watched. I don't know what it was. I don't know. I don't know. And they just like then proceed to roll the rug up and then it cuts to them at like. De Niro's apartment block, walking up the stairs in this like dodgy neighborhood with this huge ass fancy rug rolled up. Like, I'll just go inside. And then they're inside and it just fits the room. <laughs> so it's like in this, it's like the centerpiece of this huge room in this fancy house. And like they're cutting it around like a door frame so it fits into <laughs> this room. And it's like, yeah. And oh my gosh. the oldest son, which is Sonny, is the oldest son? Yes. Is like crying on the floor because he's like a little baby and he's like not having a good time. And it's like, oh, okay. Um. Yeah. So then, so much, so much happens. They end up in. Is it? What island do they go to? You're really putting a lot of faith in me right now, Jacob. The, the, one of their one of his father's associates is like sick, so he goes mm. down to like this island. that's like 75 miles off the coast of oh. Florida. Um, it's like a country, bloody fucking. And they have like casinos and stuff there. Oh, Havana. They go to Havana. Oh. And then he essentially gets told he's going to inherit everything from this dude once he dies because he's been dying of the same heart attack, like, after effects for, like, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so they make deals and stuff. And this guy's, like, wanted by, like, the FBI and the CIA and all this stuff. So then he tries to go to Israel and he's not accepted into Israel because he's a criminal. And they're like, no, you can't stay here. Then he goes to Brazil and they're like, well, we don't want you either. And no then he him. comes back to America, like, you're under arrest. He's like, yeah, I know. Like, it's okay. And then there's, like, there's like a little, like, press comp, like, well, like, the press, like, ambush him at the airport. Like, why did you come back? And he's like, I wanted to vote in the vote. presidential <laughs> election and they wouldn't give me a mail-in ballot. And I was like, that is the most topical thing <laughs> right now. And it was from, like, 50 years ago. And I'm like, that is funny. <laughs> Then he dies. And then he dies. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, you're He's dead. shot point blank by a journo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, in quotation marks, journalist yeah. pulls a gun out and shoots Come, him. Aren't they all? Yeah. Oh, and it's like, oh, okay. well, you're dead. See you later. Unlucky. Anyway. I mean, um, kind of expected in that line. Flashing back to 1917, Don Fanucci the, um, of the Black End is now aware of the partnership between Vito and Clemenza and Sal Tessio. 
and wants his share of their profits every week. Clemenza and Tessio agree to pay, but Vito is reluctant and asks his friends to leave everything in his hands so Fenucci will accept less, and indeed, Vito manages to get Fenucci to take only one-sixth of what he demands, 100 out of $600. Um, and ne- immediately afterward, during the neighbourhood fiesta, Vito murders Fenucci in the hallway outside his apartment and then rejoins his wife and three children on the stoops outside his tenement. Um, Vito tells the infant Michael that his father loves him very much. Oh. So he uh, kills the so nice. head of the neighbourhood and then essentially the big power vacuum with appears and he takes over. He kills him with like a towel oh, wrapped yeah. over a gun. I was like, oh, that's sick. Yeah, it's like, like these silencers, it's this big towel, but then because of the gunshot, the towel catches fire and he's like, oh, fuck. And he's like just holding <laughs> this flaming towel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and like just another perfect little headshot. Yeah. Like he gets like By shot looking. in the cheek yeah straight like, yeah straight to like the mouth and, and there's like, like oh. just a hole there for a little bit and they're just ah. like, yeah and then he just blood. collapses because his brain's fried and then he sticks the gun in his mouth and shoots him again Look, yeah you gotta make sure can never mm. be too yeah, sure double tap <laughs> yeah rule number what is that one ah let's just say it. Yeah. yeah something like that um so, yeah, moving to 1920, with Fenucci dead and with no one else to take over the Black Hand, Vito earns respect of the neighbourhood and begins to intercede in local disputes. Operating out of the storefront of his Genko Pura Olive Oil Company, which he managed, which is mentioned in the first one. There's a whole big thing about olive oil in the business meeting, so that's obviously like their front, but also an actual company. Um, cool. He manages to give out favours to others in the community, such as a local young woman threatened with eviction. Vito immediately <laughs> intimidates her landlord into the landlord into letting her stay for the next for a few extra weeks rent free. And it flashes forward to 1959, and a Senate community in Washington, T.A., of which Senator Geary is a member. Um, Geary is also one of their associates, so which I think it's from like. Um, Early, yeah, I think it's one of his father's associates. So it's like, you're going to become a senator one day and then there he is. Yeah. Um, so they question disaffected soldier Will... It's soldier, so it's one of their former associates. Will Sishikiki? I don't know. Just stop, stop even trying stop, to yeah. pronounce the name. <laughs> About his role as a button man in the family. Like, you know, he's, they press the button on him and he goes and kills people. But he cannot implicate Michael because he never received any direct orders from him. When Michael appears before the committee, Senator Geary makes a big show of supporting Italian Americans and then excuses himself from the proceedings. During questioning, Michael denies all criminal allegations against him, from the murder of Solizono to Captain McCluskey back in 1946, um, and to his business stature of operating several gambling casinos in Nevada. Michael makes a statement challenging the committee to produce a witness to corroborate the charges against him. The hearing ends with the chairman promising a witness who will do exactly that. Bum, bum, bum. Frank Pentagelli, who survived the attack by the Roster brothers, who has made a deal with the FBI. So he's one of their associates who they tried to kill. But they're mm-hmm. like, oh, he's dead. And then all of a sudden, oh, no, he's not dead. And he's going to testify against us. Oh, shit. Mm. Like, we're in so much trouble. Um so Tom and Michael discuss the problem, observing that strategy to destroy Michael is well planned. Michael's brother Fredo has been found and persuaded to return to Nevada, and at a private meeting he explains to Michael his betrayal, upset about being passed over to head of the family in favour of Michael. He wants to respect he wants his respect and his due. 
Um, he helped them thinking of something that in it for him, but he swears he didn't know that they wanted to kill Michael. He also tells Michael that the Senate community's chief counsel is Roth's man. So Roth's like the dude orchestrating it all. Um, Michael then tells Frito, you're nothing to me now, not a brother, not a friend, nothing. And privately instructs soldier and buttonman Al Neary that is nothing to happen to Frito while their mother is still alive. Um, so Frank Pentagelli is, uh, te- goes to testify, arriving. Um, Michael arrives accompanied by Pentagelli's brother, bought from Sicily. So this man does not speak any English, but Michael gets him from Sicily, um, and he, whose presence causes Frank to recant his previous statement about Michael. When Pentagelli is pressed, he claims that he was just told the FBI what they wanted to hear. With no witness to testify against Michael, the committee adjourns with Hagen acting as Michael's lawyer, Lely demanding an apology. So Michael is like, well, this guy's going to testify against me. So they go and get his brother from Sicily, bring him in to the like the Senate committee sitting next to him. It's like, if you say something, this guy's going to die. Mm. So everyone's just threatening me. He's like, oh, I just made it up because the FBI said this is what was happened. So I was like, yeah, yeah, that's what happened. And it all gets like thrown out. Um, Smart cookies. So then Michael's wife, Kay, tries to leave him and take their children and Michael punches her in the face. After she tells him that the miscarriage she had was actually an abortion because she was never going to give him another child, yeah. and it's kind of brutal because he like he becomes he's like holy fuck you killed my kid, and she's like I'm never going to be like I'm out of here I'm taking my children fuck you you monster like get me away from here. Mm. Um, it's not good. No. Yeah, mm. and then it kind of flashes back and forth. You hear you see. Um, the young Vito Corleone get his, like, do his first hit in Sicily. Yeah. He goes back and kills a dude. Um, and then the movie reaches its climax in a montage of assassinations and death reminiscent of the part of N1. Um, yeah. Intense. Intense movies. Very. Yeah. Oh, and then um, on the military base where Frank Pangeli, who was going to testify against him, is living, he's found dead, having followed Hagen's instructions and committed suicide in his bathtub. Um, Frito is murdered by Al Neary, who's like the guy that was like, nothing's going to happen to him until their mum dies, and their mum dies, so they kill him out in a boat. Um, yeah. And then there's that birthday scene. Oh, yeah. That. So the penultimate scene takes place in 1941, and the Corleone family is preparing a surprise birthday party for their father, Vito. So it kind of flashes back into like the events of just before the first one. Mm. Um, Sonny introduces Carlo Rizzi, um, Connie's future husband and betrayer of Sonny to his family. They all talk about the recent attack on Pearl Harbor by the Japanese. And Michael shocks everybody by announcing that he is enlisted in the United States Marine Corps. Sonny ridicules Michael's choice and Tom Hagen mentions how his father has great expectations for Michael. Um, Fred, Frito is on, the only one who supports his brother's decision. Sal Tessie comes in with the, the cake for the party, and when Vito arrives, all but Michael leaves the room to greet him. The final shot in the film is Michael sitting by himself at Lake Tahoe in silence and contemplation, like as an old man. Yeah. And that line to me is what's kind of like where he's like, um, Tom mentions your father has great expectations for you. Yeah. It's that moment that's like, Vito was planning on Michael taking over all along because he realises of the boy. It's it's not going to be Tom because he's adopted. 
and the other two are just fucking psychos. So it's like, it's mm. got to be Michael. And he's like, goes and joins the army and it's like, oh, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. But do you yeah. reckon he ever like changed his tune though? Like, I know, like, I kind of took that off like face value and he was like, I never wanted this for you. Like, I don't know. No, I think, I think it kind of was, it was a calculated mo- like treatment of his son yeah. to turn him into essentially himself yeah. to have him take over. Like, I think it was a very deliberate yeah, Fair thing enough. of it all. Yeah. I have two uh, little trivias for that birthday scene. Yeah. Uh, James Kahn, who is only in that scene, got paid the same amount for one day that he got paid for the whole of the first movie. <laughs> Don't know how much that was, but it's probably a fair bit. Uh, and Kat, I'll let you guess. Why was Marlon Brando not in that scene, do you think? Um, Because he was shooting another movie. Jacob? I don't know. Because he didn't get on He was dead? No, he he died in 2014. (laughs) Yeah, true. He just didn't show up on the day. (laughs) (laughs) So they they rewrote the scene on set and just rolled with it. Love it. Oh, my gosh. It was all right. Like, you know. So Didn't should we really need we, him? Let's do, let's do some trivia, fun trivia, fun time. Yeah. Woo, woo. Sure. Um, so going back to the Godfather, nineteen seventy-two. Mm-hmm. During an earlier shot of the scene where Vito Corleone returns home and his people carry him up the stairs, Milo and Brando put weights under his body on the bed as it was as a prank, so it was harder to lift him up. What a douche! <laughs> like put weights in him so like they couldn't. <laughs> That's funny. Um, That's boring. James Khan improvised the part where he throws the FBI photographer's camera to the ground. The actor's frightened reaction is genuine. Khan is also came up with the idea of throwing money at the man to make up for the breaking his camera, as he would have. Like where that. I come from, you break something, you replace it or repay the owner. Um, Marlon Brando wanted to make Don Corleone look like a bulldog, so he stuffed his cheeks with cotton, cotton wool for yeah. the audition. The actual filming, he wore a mouthpiece made by a dentist. This appliance is on display in the American Museum of Moving Image in Queens. Um, cinematographer Gordon Willis earned himself the nickname The Prince of Darkness since his sets were so underlit. Paramount Pictures ex- executives initially thought that the footage was too dark until persuaded otherwise by Willis and Francis Ford Coppola that it was to emphasise the shadiness of the Corleone's family dealings and also cover up all of Brando's makeup because darkness makes things look better. Yeah. Because you can't see the fakeness. Fair, fair. Um, there was intense friction between Francis Ford Coppola and Paramount Pictures in which Paramount Pictures frequently tried to have Coppola replaced, citing his inability to stay on schedule, unnecessary expenses and production and casting errors. Coppola actually completed the film ahead of schedule and under budget. So huh. it was oh, interesting. Then they just gave him free reign for the second one. They're yeah, like, like, do sorry, what you want. Sorry. Yeah. We're sorry. Here, have all the money. Just do it again, please. Um, the cat held by Marlon Brando in the opening scene was a stray that Coppola found <laughs> on, on the lot at Paramount Pictures and was not originally called for in the script. So the content was the cat that is purring muff some of Brando's dialogue and as a result, most of the lines had to be looped. <laughs> um, Marlon... Brando did not memorise most of his lines and read from cue cards during most of the film. Um, what made Brando famous? Like, what, what, what would he... Being Brando. But like, I'll, I'll look up at his filmography in a second. Okay. Um, 
there's an attention to detail that's widely like claimed in this film that most of the cars have wooden bumpers because during the war, a lot of people donated their steel bumper bars to the war effort right. and placed planks of wood on the back. And if you look at the film, most of the cars have wooden planks on the back because it mad. took years for people to like get new get steel back. ones. Yeah. Um, the smack that Vito gives Johnny Fontaine was not in the script. Marlon Brando invites a smack and Al Ma- uh, Martino's confusion reaction was real. According to James Kahn, Martino didn't know whether to laugh or cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the scene where Sonny beats up Carlo took four days to shoot and featured more than 700 extras. The use of the garbage can lid was improvised by James Kahn. Of course it was. Um, <laughs> Orson Welles lobbied to get the part. Of, is that the Orson Welles? I don't think it is. It's spelled different. W-E-L-L-E-S. Wellers. Yeah. Um, lobbied to get the part of Don Vito Corleone even offering to lose a good deal of weight in order to get the role. Francis Ford Coppola, a Wells fan, had to turn him down because he already had Marlon Brando in mind for the role and felt Wells. Um, they tried to cast, what's his name, Robert Redford, like the studio. There was Robert Redford and someone else, mm. but Coppola was like, for no, we're using, no, using Al Pacino for oh, Michael. Right, right, right. Yeah, and it was say, like, how could you have Redford Robert Redford as the son of an Italian mafia boss when he's like the whitest dude? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, he's an Italian. Like, <laughs> Rub some olive oil on it. Yeah, it's like, that's not how this. <laughs> Put him out in the sun for a little bit. Works. Uh, um, very funny. Mm. Very funny. I have a trivia for part two as well. Yes. Uh, De Niro spent four months in Sicily learning the dialect and good on him. getting in the headspace. I did Actually, we didn't talk about it, but the scene where he finally gets his revenge for his mum. Yeah. He just carves it oh, like yeah. a fucking ham. Like, yeah, he <laughs> puts a knife in a guy's stomach and, and just, just rips, rips it up. up. And yeah. just pretty much just disembowels him and just leaves the knife in there and they yeah. just run off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bye. That would not be pleasant no. at all. Absolutely not. I'd hate that. Um, Yuck. Is that about it, Jacob? Oh, here you go. Francis Ford Coppola, having nearly been fired several times for the first film, was given a Mercedes-Benz limousine from Paramount Pictures as a reward for the record success of The Godfather <laughs> and an incentive to direct a sequel. He agreed on several conditions that the sequel be interconnected with the first film with the intention of later showing them together, that he be allowed to direct his own script of The Conversation, 1974, that he be allowed to direct a production for the San Francisco Opera, and that he be allowed to write the screenplay for The Great Gatsby, 1974, all prior to production of The Godfather, all, all prior to the production of the sequel for a Christmas 1974 release. Um, there you go. Yeah, that's the Godfather. That it for the Godfather. I think so. Um, I'm surprised we got to 50 minutes talking about. Yeah, him. we're impressive. Yeah, we weren't looking forward to this, but you know. There you go. We what do you mean through. you weren't pu- looking forward we to this? Well, I wanted to do Ghostbusters, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the question is, Cat. No. no, shut up, Nick. Cat. I'm not going to say, would you watch it again? Will you watch it? <laughs> um, 
maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, will you finish the first one and will you watch the second one? Maybe one day. I'm not going to say an absolute yes. But you know what? If someone wants to watch it, I might watch it with them. I'm thinking. Right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> At least in a year. <laughs> okay. I might watch the second one again and actually pay attention, but you've I'm done gonna... a real good recap of it. I feel like I was there. You so. would just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've already watched it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nick, so yes, no to both. Uh, all right. So what? Either, one, either. One, no. I feel like I don't have two. Two, maybe three in general. Fuck no. <laughs> Um, Apparently it's fine So we might Um, one day One Yes Two Yes I might watch three one day But I I would watch both these again But In saying that I think it's been like the same as like last week I was like I'd watch it again if someone Well before it was I said I'd watch it again if someone wanted to watch it Yeah yeah it's not something I'm just going to go and watch But like (laughs) You know what I mean Uh, It was like 11.30 last night I like said to my housemates, I was like, oh, I've got to watch The Godfather Part 2 for tomorrow. I was like, does anyone want to watch it with me to like kind of be funny? like because Someone to uh, talk like, about it with? They're like, oh, wait, how long is it? I was like, oh, three and a half hours. Oh, no one found it funny. So <laughs> like, Why the fuck did you wait this late? <laughs> In my defense, I had to work and then I got home and had to clean for our inspection day. So. Yay. But, but yeah. Well, there you go. It was real... So- Real solid effort considering I started. Well done, Nick. Half an hour before well today done. started. Um, so, what we've been watching and what we're excited for. Yeah. Mm. Woo. 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 I've only watched two things this week. And neither of them were the Godfather movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have started watching The Office. Yeah. For the first time ever. The US one. Um. And I've watched the like US almost one. three seasons in a week. Mm. Nice. Because um, that's it's just good. my life now. And yep. I'm in love with Jim. And that's it. Such a dreamy boy. That's my life. <laughs> Is it because he's buff now? or No, he's so cute. It's just, just dorky and it's oh, just, he's adorable. It's, yeah. <laughs> he's and Jim. he just means well. Mm. Yeah. I watched like up till I think Jim and Pam's wedding. And then spoiler alert. Nah, I've been looking up spoilers because I'm like, I can't deal with the suspense. It's been three months since since the last episode. (laughs) But um, I meant for cat. It's fine. Sorry. I know what um, happens. But yeah, it was like it's it's a good show, and I'll I might watch the rest of it one Mm. day. Actually, no, I won't because I know how it ends. I also watched um, the Nexium documentary on stan the what it's about this like this crazy cult in america Sick. um that like recruited you might you guys might know allison mack oh, from smallville yes. oh yeah yeah. yeah yeah the cult that she's involved in yeah, that ties true. into what i've been watching yeah smallville? and it was yes. <laughs> it was really like i watched all four episodes i think they were like an hour and something long over like last night and this morning, this. Mm. Um, it was horrendous. Oh no! Um, I know, like very traumatic. Oh no! <laughs> um, but crazy. I think watching things like that, it's interesting to see how people get Gets, sucked in, get so fucked up, and how how it starts and how they can manipulate people to end up like branding themselves with people's initials and things oh, like no. that. And, 
doing all these crazy degrading things and yeah without without even realizing that it's happening to them on the topic of alice and mac and smallville um me and Lucy the other day needed something to watch, so I have a big box of television shows. Like it's just all, like all the cases are gone. It's just all in slips of just like yeah. discs. It's not like on a, streaming, is it? No, but in this big box, there's things from like Simpsons, Doctor Who, Smallville. It's fucking everything. There's X Files. Yeah. There's like Deadliest Catch. Like it's just this array <laughs> of fucking catch. right. And Lucy was just like, and she's like, oh, this is a really good way for us to pick something to watch. I'll just pick something out. She was like, reach in and just pull a slip out because you've got no idea. Yeah. It's just white slips, and I'm like, okay. I'll watch anything that's in this box. That's fine. Like, sure. Yeah. So guess what she picked out? Smallville. Smallville. Nice. So we watched the first two episodes of Smallville. And uh, episode one's a bit like, eh, you watch Lana's parents get hit by a meteorite. It's a bit sad. This little girl actually just starts screaming and crying. It's a bit fucked up. Other people get hit by meteorites. It's like sick. And then it kind of flashes to like, they're in high school and this is Superman. And Tom Welling is extremely chiseled fucking jawline. And then episode two, there's a dude that likes bugs and the becomes bug boy and it's pretty fucked up but we're gonna keep we're gonna watch all 10 seasons now so oh wow fuck yeah but <laughs> that's just funny that we that alice and max so was she still like when did smallville end 2011 12 yeah so i'm oh, in 2001 so, so about 2011 yeah so she would have been in this cult then at the time yeah but i don't know if she's it. is she still in it in season 10 I, I can't remember. It's been I, nine yeah. years since the season finale. I've, I've only seen like random episodes. I've seen so, all of it. Yeah. I watched it as it was. Well, I mean, not when it started because I was five, but probably when I was like nine. It's probably like mm. 2005 I started watching it when I was like nine years old and watched like the previous four seasons and then when it was on TV every week. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But yes, yeah, so I watched that. Yeah. Did you watch anything else, Kat? No, just those two things. Um, I also watched. So I watched two episodes of Smallville. I watched, obviously, both Godfather films. That took up fucking three nights because I watched part two over two nights because I started falling asleep, so I stopped it. Um, I watched 15, 20 hours of the US election coverage. Oh, yeah, and that took up a lot of my time yeah, as well. Yeah, just <laughs> watching that. Um, Yay, Biden. Yeah. <laughs> Step in the right oh, direction. I started watching, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but I've been watching New Girl. Oh, I love oh, nice. New Girl. So I'm like halfway through season two. Yeah. It's so good. It's just. It's a feel good Yeah, show. it's just kind of like easy yeah. watching. Like you just put it on, you can just do other things and like but watching it. But like it's just chilled. Yeah. Like, Who's your favourite? Um, I've had a complete. Not. I hate Schmidt. He's, no. He's, okay, uh, he gets so much okay. better. At the moment I'm like, shot up. Nah, he's so good. But like Jess is obviously like just great. Yeah. Just. But um, fuck, what's his name? Even though she was perfect zero for every girl that thinks she's quirky now. Yeah, I yeah. know. But yeah, um, it's weird because like in episode one, there's Coach and then Coach disappears. Yeah. yeah. And it's like. And then he's like recast. Yeah, the win- no, it's just Winston. No, it's oh, like, no, yeah. like I'd say yeah. recast with, with like. Yeah, like, yeah it's like Winston. Yeah. I was like, oh, bye. Bye, Coach. Okay. No, I, I fucking love Winston though. I think I yeah, like Winston. Yeah, I do, I do like Winston because he's just. The episode, well, the last episode I watched is like the pranks episode. And that probably doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but like they're just pranking Schmidt and then like Winston gets told like you either don't go far enough or you go too far. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, he like mentions one thing. He's like, that's the dumbest thing ever. And then he's like, oh no, let's just put acid on his face. And it's just like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, I've I've been really enjoying that. It's quite funny. I'm yeah. glad. Uh, yeah, I'm glad it's you're great. Enjoying it. it's good yeah, it's so very good. That's what I've been watching as well. That's nice. That's, that's yeah, it's a good show to get. Feel good for me this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Smallville, oh god, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of um, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. What is happening? Yeah, I know. Like so just yeah, but um, yeah, he's he's. Very down to earth and cool. Wow. Yeah, I like him as an actor. Yeah, have you listened to it? I have not. He's done like really good episodes with um, Stephen Amell. Oh, yeah. And he just put out like an episode where like Stephen Amell talks about like having COVID and like kind of like he goes really in depth on yeah, like, right. his like mental state, like especially on like ending Arrow and like he has like a panic attack in one of the episodes and like Jesus. they have to like stop recording and come back. Like it's. He gets really deep with yeah, like right. people. Like he, he did I'm one, check it out. Yeah, he did one with like Fonzie as well. Like the dude who plays Fonzie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like he just gets along with people so well. Yeah, he just seemed really chill and he's done so much like cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, cool um, stuff. Speaking of Smallville also and The <laughs> Office, I watched Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Yes. Which is... A like, have you guys like seen all the like DC? I've seen a lot of them. Come no. out. So there's like these DC animated movies that are, apparently were all tied in together to like yes. one universe, but the problem is no one was really see, like watching them. Oh right, because like they, they were really good. Go- some of them are really good. Some of them are great. And um, Dwight from The Office plays Lex Luthor. Oh, yes. And, um, actually, speaking of Smallville, there's a really good line in like the first or second episode. Where Clark goes to like his dad, he's just like, I just want to be a normal dude and have a normal life. And my brain instantly went, Oh, well, that happens because when we see you in crisis on infinite earth, you've given up all your powers. <laughs> you're and you're just, just like, dude. I'm having a normal life and I'm a normal dude. And it's like, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> he got he, there in the end. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> like beginning from first appearance to last appearance. I was like, You did it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, essentially, because these movies don't really make money. They this whole movie is just them destroying that movie nice. universe, and it's just it's like rated R, so it's just like DC characters like dying left and right. Oh like yeah, getting cut in half and like I can't. I'm gonna watch this. Ripped off. <laughs> it's pretty good. What's like, it on? Uh Netflix. Oh, okay. even better, right? So you have to get DC universes. Although is this shit. is this come after like the whole death of Superman and then yes. Reign of Superman. Yeah. Have you watched both of them? I've watched Death of Superman. Reign of Superman's really good. Is it? Yeah. Well. Because you get all the different like mm. Superman replacements come in. So you get like Robot Superman, all this different stuff. And it's like, these are good. Yeah. So I want to watch like the Batman Hush movie. Yeah. But like, but like that's the thing. Like people like, it's just so like, it, it feels so meaningless. Because like yeah. they show like major plays and all these movies just die in either like still frames or... Or, yeah, right. like, just real quick. like My whole thing is, like, DC, just th- see all these, like, animated movies you made, all these animated storylines. Just yeah. do that in live action yeah, but and you'll way, make a good film. But they cost way less money. So yeah, it's so much easier. does doesn't really care. Yeah. <laughs> until they realise, oh, people aren't watching these. Yeah. Because no one knows about them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, I also watched the first couple episodes of The Haunting of... I haven't started that yet. Good. Yeah. um, It's really... Yeah, I don't know if I was supposed to watch The Haunting of Hill House. I don't think... 
No, so well, I think, I think they're different stories with yeah. like the yeah. same cast. I've heard things like if you have watched The Haunting of Hill House and then you watch this, it won't be as good. But if you can right. separate the two, yeah. then it's good. Yeah, okay. okay. But yeah, it's I, it, it's interesting. Like It's just like a, like a classic like, ooh, creepy kids in a creepy house <laughs> type thing. Yes. But it could be really cool. Like, I expected to not like it, but... Sweet. Yeah, it was either that or I watched Borat with my family. So I was like, oh, let's just watch something scary instead. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh, Wrap her up. We can wrap her up. I don't think I've watched much else. It's probably, yeah. All right. Well, you can reach us at. Oh. Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something? The boys. Do we want to talk about it while James isn't here? It's been like a month, so I don't know Mm. how enthused we'll be. Next Next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Boys, next week. Boys right. next week. Because then we'll Promise? convince James to watch. Yeah. Boys next week. <laughs> okay. okay. So you can reach us at watchagainpod at gmail.com or on Facebook at, or on, I should say, Facebook or Instagram at watch it again podcast. Leave a review, send us an email, what, whatever, you know, those things. That, Just communicate yeah. with us. Do you like we know you're drills, out there. We do. <laughs> yeah, the how to start as we wrap up. Tell me about the drills. Um, so, yeah, thank you for listening. And as always, I am Jacob, and with me are... I'm Kat. I'm Nick. And obviously not James this week, but next week. Yay. Okay. And he would have watched The Boys. He'll be a man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.